Hello, and welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop, your one stop for board game news and reviews. Hold on to your pants, it's time for a special episode. Hey, this is Mike jumping in again real quick before the main episode. This is a really fun one, part two of the BGG Top 200 Solo Games. But before we get into that, I want to thank some of our amazing Patreon supporters. This week I'm thanking Jacob Watkins, a co-op lover, Jeff Van Dehe, a co-op fan, and Sean Heath, also a co-op fan. So Jacob, Jeff, Sean, thank you all for your support, and thank you to everyone who helps make this show happen. And with that, let's go to Jason for the discussion of the next 50 best solo games. Yo, my peoples, what's up? Welcome back to Shelf Stories and the One Stop Co-op Shop Podcast and Beyond Solitaire and the One Player Guild. We are representing the whole breadth of uh, solo gaming goodness. You know, I uh, this is Shelf Stories. I like to cover games from all over the place. I love everybody. Uh, you know, I have my predilections, but I want to open my channel to every kind of gaming. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Today is about solo, 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 uh, and we have gotten to uh, the top 100 uh, of the People's Choice. Uh, top 200 been posted by our friend over here on the bottom left. Did you see us? Uh, this is Mr. Kevin Erskine. Go ahead and reduce yourself to the People's. I'm Kevin. There, there's Kevin again. right down there. Uh, and he has put together our list, and we have covered 201 on one last episode. Uh, this episode, uh, and you can follow along, uh, check it out. Uh, we are now talking about the top of uh, uh, the top of the bottom. <laughs> I don't know how to refer to that. 100 to <laughs> the 50 bottom of the top. Yeah, I was about to say the bottom of the top would be the, more accurate. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> So now we're going into the list proper. Um, but actually, before that, uh, let me go ahead and introduce uh, my two friends. Uh, aside from Kevin, uh, first of all, uh, again, uh, graciously uh, accepting me into the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast family. It is Michael Kelly from the One Stop Co-op Shop. Uh, say hi to the peoples. Yeah, hey, everybody. And if you didn't hear last episode, that's right. Jason is officially a part of our podcast family. Uh, he has his own YouTube channel now, so he doesn't have to slum it on our channel and yeah. put content over there. <laughs> but we'll be uh, sharing podcasts sometimes and getting each other uh, in good conversations. Just like this one. All right. And uh, last and certainly least. No, I'm kidding. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only, I don't only get to woman be on the show. The... You just got to... <laughs> Nobody it, puts me on their podcast. You have your own podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, Liz, don't, don't act like you need us. <laughs> Beyond Solitaire. <laughs> it is Liz Davidson from Beyond Solitaire Podcast and YouTube channel. Welcome back, Liz. Always good to be back. All right. So we are, we are going to cover 151. And now I'm going to start breaking down some statistics. Uh, so the full list is not revealed yet. Uh, we're only revealed kind of in the middle of the list. Not exactly sure where this uh, episode will land. We're trying to do it somewhat contemporaneous, so we're not going to spoil the top of the list. However, I did want to share some observations that people have requested in terms of kind of like list meta-analysis. And I think one of the things that people were interested in is how this list compares to others. You heard in the last episode that Kevin compares this list and kind of was inspired by the Dice Tower. And you mentioned before, Kevin, that none of the games on the dice tower list are represented on the solo gamers, right? Not as many, right. Uh, I have a, a solid number for you. The answer is 12. <laughs> wow. Out of? Out of 100. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. 12 games. <laughs> and that's why we're here. <laughs> that's so, why we're here. I, mean, I am dice tower, and so are you now, Jason, but this list has so much more meaning for me right. than because it's... 
know, it's can, a soul can, you, list. can you give me an example, Jason, of like, because I didn't look at the Dice Tower list. Like, what is something on there that would just kind of blow my mind? King Domino, oh. King of Tokyo. What? Um, Stone For Solo? Age. Stone, no, no, this is, this no, is the no, Dice no, Tower list. No, no, this is their list. This is a, oh. the Dice Tower's People's Choice list. So it's like, you know, Stone Age and uh, Seasons. Like, these are quality games, but sure, they're sure. not the games that we like as solo players. Right. And Probably also just kind of like averaging out <laughs> um, the, the weight. So an average weight of a Dice Tower game is about a 2.6. And for, for us, it's about a 3.1. So actually, that's a significant difference over like, you know, 100 games that you're kind of averaging out. Uh, 2.6 is actually a little bit heavier than I would have thought. But you have like the occasional game like um, uh, War of the Ring or uh, like this big honking game. It's not really heavy, but like it's rated as heavy on BGG. So like it'll give War of the Ring like a 4.2. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yes, it's exactly as difficult as Pendragon. Completely. Exactly. <laughs> but I think it, the, the BGG weighting is like people take length as, as the same as weight, which is a little bit weird, but what are you going to do? Um, anyway, so like it's, so it's, a, it's a much lighter fare on the Dice Tower, and there's only like a couple of solo games on there. Um, also, people have asked about the BGG Top 100. I'm not sure how much you guys use that resource. Um, but it is the average weight of a BGG top 100 list is actually 3.2, 3.3, because Euro, 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 Euro. I'm sure you know all about that, Kev. Yes. <laughs> Looking at the BGG top 100 going, nope. <laughs> Brass Lagershire, nope. Zulky, nope. <laughs> yep. Those type of games are going to be on the BGG list. Although, um, so I did this last year at the behest of Corey Mayo. Hey, Corey, what's up, man? He's one of my good friends at this point. Um, I think Corey has interacted with both of y'all, right? I mean, you guys know Corey, right? Yep, yep. Uh, no, uh, he hasn't made it over quite over to uh, all of the solo world. But yeah, Corey's been an active a one-player go poster. Um, he requested it last year, and I noticed that 40 of the top uh, 100 on BGG play solo. This year, it's 50. We're taking we over. Had, we had some thoughts about, you know, and the, the, the popularity of solo groups are going on. And the, um, you know, we, we talked about, well, what was it about, like, more voters on, on for, for this year. And I think it's for one reason. And I just want to kind of check in before we get to the, the list. I think the, the experience of, of um, gaming COVID has had a lot to do with the, like, the amping up solo, like, you know, more games in the BGG Top 100 yeah. are play solo and more voters and bigger groups and all that kind of thing. So I wanted to kind of get a sense before we get into the list of how you guys are experiencing your solo gaming this year. Start with you, Kev. Um, I, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I've probably played more computer games this mm. year. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, one thing I, would, I do want to say about the solo games, when I'm making the list, I got so many people, when they sent their list in, they were like, oh, you know, I never played solo before, and I found the, you know, your list, and I started going through it, and I bought a bunch of games, and it's like, I never realized how much fun this was. And I've heard that comment from so many people, even people who aren't new to board games, but they, they'd always played, and they always talked about, oh, I'd never played solo because I got a group, and well, now they don't have a group, and they're like, well... I'll try this. And they're like, wow, this is good. I mean, there's, there's a different, there's, you know, some of these games are just better solo because you can take your time. You can think it through, you can plan, mm -hmm. you can really experience the game without someone's getting bored and looking at their phone and falling asleep. Mm -hmm. and, you know, so, um, but for me, 
the other problem I had is my daughter, they were um, expanding their house. So my daughter and two little girls were living with us and they took over all my gaming space with clothes, dolls, toys, and two very oh. large dogs. <laughs> so I had no, I had no gaming table from December until Labor Day. Oh, wow. So that, that Things was we do for family. The, <laughs> that's the biggest reason. Yeah. But those two little girls, let me tell you, it was worth every second. Oh, Oh. Yeah, I think people had kind of a, a, a bifurcated experience. Like there's some people who discovered solo, right? They, they'd always played with their groups and now they have no more group. And it's like, oh, wow, I can play this game solo. And maybe even people who get frustrated, like you were saying before, you know, people in a multiplayer competitive game, they're, you know, waiting to take their turn AP in a cooperative game that they're tired of alpha player. They're tired of, you know, having like an incomplete experience because a lot of cooperative games are basically solo games. So then they play it solo and it's like, whoa, this is amazing. This is great. Well, especially a game like a Gloomhaven where you can, if you play with your group, you might get four campaign games in and then they want to play something else and you're done. Well, now if you play solo, any campaign game, you can play through the whole thing if you want. Right. Yeah. And, or you can experience. stop when you want to and there's no obligation. Right. Yeah, that's right. No, nobody's mad at you for not continuing your D&D campaign after you got bored with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hidden below the belt. <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> that applied to someone. We won't say who. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm always the one leading the game, so I'm, I'm the one who they're getting bored with. <laughs> uh, what about you, Liz? How have, have you encountered solo gaming uh, this year? I mean, honestly, it hasn't felt too different. I was super productive on my channel and able to do a lot during quarantine, and I loved it, and I had all this I had a little, so much more freedom and flexibility in my schedule, and it really let me play more of what I wanted to play. And then now, school started again, and I feel like I just get hit by a train. Um, so I haven't actually played games at all in the month of October. Like, I've just kind of started again. I said I was taking a break, and I meant it, and I've been reading – I probably read, like, 12 books this month. <laughs> you know, like something ridiculous. So I've just been reading a lot and kind of, like, clearing my head and – you know, I I do miss gaming, and I'm I'm looking forward to getting back into it now that I've been through. Like, I had a really stressful month that was full of travel, which was good. You know, doing a bunch of events, which were not fun, and so now it's like things are kind of steadying out again, hopefully. But man, I don't know. This year, work has just sucked. This year, right? I think the people who have stressful jobs and who have kids at home, their their solo gaming suffered. So, uh, and I think those are people who maybe were already soloists and then it's like, Ooh, we have more time for solo. Oh no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then the people with the game groups who fell apart, you know, maybe they're a little bit younger. They, I don't know. It's like, it's just quite a, like people have kind of like, I think it's safe to say they've mixed up their gaming experiences and, and, and more people have kind of incorporated. So that might be a good general thing to say. Uh, Mike over at the one stop co-op shop. If you have, if you're subscribed to that YouTube channel, both Mike and Colin are machines. You guys are ridiculous in terms of the amount of solo game that you guys put out. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like I have my own channel. I'm lucky if I can get one playthrough. Out. Yeah. Do you sleep at night, Mike? Uh, you know, maybe not as much as I should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine doing you. you oh I think God. you said a minute ago, you played like, you did like three playthroughs in a night. That's just never going to happen for me. Never yeah, I mean, I, I tend to do my, my usual schedule now is uh, four to five videos a week. And then Colin does his videos on top of that. And then uh, I'll do work on our own designs two to three nights a week. Nope. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Nope. A lot. Nope. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so to, if you are new to the solo community, welcome. 
And I hope that uh, our conversation over here uh, gives you more entertainment and more uh, games. And that's what it's all about. So we'll transition over to the games. So we're going to spend a little bit more time with these. I think the solo community has said these are games to focus on, right? So we're going to go 151. And like we do, we're going to go 25 at a time. Uh, so all we're right, going to right. go from 100 to 75. Um, so what 76. I will say, I'm not going to spoil the whole um, number, but I will say there were 18 new games that, and I actually thought there would be less because it really hasn't been a lot of releases, but, you know, and I think like last year it was like 23 new games in the top 100. So not that much far off. And there was definitely people were kind of playing new games and stuff was shuffling out uh, 10 new games or, you know, not like pure debuts, but like new games that weren't there last year. Are mm -hmm. on this list. In terms of pure debuts, there were two in this section of the list: uh, Isle of Cats and Cthulhu: Death May Die. Uh, similar games? No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> not Same thing, really. <laughs> uh, Liz, I think you played Isle of Cats, right? I'm not. I haven't, what? and I just You're haven't gotten to person. it. What? I am a cat person, but I've been spending time with my actual cats. Mm. Okay. Any uh, Isle of Cats players over here? I, I literally, uh, my copy that I bought myself just arrived yesterday, and I, I played Pocket Land Chip and Pinball first because they're quicker. So I haven't, right. I haven't broken it out yet. I've not played it yet. Uh, it's an, a polyomino game. So sorry, Kevin. Uh, no need not apply for a polyomino <laughs> game. <laughs> I like those. I think I'm gonna that's, like this. That's not a euro. That's that's different. <laughs> You're not pushing cubes. It's one of those games. I got frustrated with it because the the scoring changes. Uh, it's one of those games where it's like you think you're going for one thing and then you'll get cards that go into your system that kind of change up what you're doing and how you're doing it. My brain doesn't work that fast. Like I'm a Sudoku player. I want like a puzzle and I want a finished puzzle at the end of it. So I got frustrated, but people are loving on it. And it's definitely one of those things. I think it's going to be kind of a perennial, at least in the lower half of the list. Cthulhu Death May Die, though, that may be one of those things where it's, it debuts relatively high, but then falls. Because I mean, it released, was all right. Well, they released all the content, and I don't know if they're going to get more, and I don't know if the, the, the later content was tested very well. Simon is kind of like, you know, tricky with that. Uh, that's the kind of game that you would back, right, Kevin? Uh, Cthulhu Death May Die? Maybe. I, I, I don't have it. I didn't buy, okay. back it, but... Um... Yeah, I keep I keep Big honking minis, like, Kevin? What's wrong? <laughs> I thought yeah. I was catnip for you. You know, I'm saving for retirement. Oh, I mean, I, I, I'm surprised at the uh, kind of, you know, blah feeling. Death May Die, I think, is one of the best games of uh, the last, like, year. And uh, now, now, it's not as high for me, but certainly, like, on our Discord, on Slack, on Facebook, it gets a lot of love from all quarters. So but not I expect it to stay in the top. Well, yeah, maybe not for a solo as much, but right. it, it's a fun one to play, like, two-handed. Um, I, I would not be surprised if it stayed on top 100 for – at least another year, but you are right. Like, uh, Colin's been playing season two, and it definitely feels a little bit weaker than season one. Um, and, you know, Simon, they designed like 8,000 characters, and maybe they aren't all as right. interesting when you get to that uh, kind of output <laughs> and <laughs> quantity versus quality question. But it's a fantastic design. Like, I, I did give my copy away because it wasn't fantastic he enough does for it me. All specifically. the time. He's like, this yes. is a great game that I gave away. But I didn't keep it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I try to keep like 50 games. So, you know, even if it was uh, number 80 for me, it would not stay in my collection. You know what I mean? But it's, it's very good. It, it is not. I, I played it. It's fine. It's fine. Like, there's, there's a million games like it. 
I really do. No, like, I don't agree again, with that. I, I think I think the level of tactics and the level of variety combined with the streamlining and the like sanity mechanic, I think it is unique. I do not think it is a cookie cutter like tactical miniatures game. Okay, so it's not Zombie Side. Zombie Side is a cookie cutter. Uh, so <laughs> right. I, I'm being a little bit mean on there, but I just don't know it that it has enough to kind of take it past the. It's the, it's not that well crafted experience that I kind of want. I would actually I actually prefer Sword and Sorcery, honestly. No way. Yeah. <laughs> not yes, even close for me. Kevin is smiling. Uh, Kevin is, in case you missed it in the last episode, Kevin is not a poker player. He will tell you exactly <laughs> <laughs> what he is thinking with his face. Um, some more debuts. Um, you, we were just talking uh, before, the, before this recording started about PAX Premier. That was a debut. Oh, yeah. oh man, I uh, love that. That's may a have good been a one. before, but it's definitely, you know, debuting here now. Heard some great things. Should I seek it out, guys? Um, uh, mm. Maybe not. I don't know if you... Because it, it is like it, the bots, the, the bot that Ricky Royal designed is not hard to run, but it does have like flow charts kind of and things and you might not enjoy it. But for me, someone who doesn't mind that, it is fan freaking tastic. Oh, it's so awesome good. Design. I really love PAX Premier. What a good, well, it's like a dissertation that's entertaining and a game. It's so good. Well, well, explain to what do you what do you do? Like right. what is, I don't even know, is it card? So dice? you're, it, you're, uh, it? It, it's, uh, you're, you're kind of jockeying for, um, positional control over Afghanistan and uh, it's the the British the uh, native Afghani uh, I guess like you, you're you're the tribes but then you're you're trying yeah. to like kind of curry favor with the different people all fighting over Afghanistan so it's a bit of area control it's a bit of tableau builder uh, you get like actions from the cards you play down but they also control like what goes out on the board and uh, the AI is just like really smooth playing like really well done bot that competes like really intelligently without needing too much overhead. Mm-hmm. I mean, Liz, yeah. you, you've played it more than I have. I'm sorry. I'm it, talking first. And it, no, plays, uh, mm-hmm. it plays differently each time, like very differently. I think every game's different because it depends on what cards come up. It depends on what alliances shift. So like, it's a game where it's said during the great game. It's like the Durrani Empire in Afghanistan has just crashed. And, you know, all these colonial powers are kind of trying to get in. And also, you know, the native Afghans are trying to protect their their land and their rights. And so, you know, you are playing sort of like an Afghan leader but you can change your your alliances throughout the game. And basically the goal is to either be the best and most successful, powerful ally of the faction that's winning at score check, or you try to prevent any one group from getting enough power, but your personal power is big enough to score. So like you have to try to hedge your bets as you play because depending on how things shift or if you can keep control of some of the territory, things can really go great for you or they can go bad. Or you can make an alliance, but a person in your alliance like beats you and then it's just not even worth it. Like you just help somebody else do great. It's frustrating. (laughs) Not a lot of solo area control. You know, that, that that is one thing that is not well represented and if you're going to marry that with something that we are familiar with which is tableau building i can see that being very attractive to the soloist Mwah, very good um <laughs> so there's actually so this is a, an interesting chunk of the list for me because some of these games i just can't stand and other ones i think are great like okay. i can't i hate pathfinder i'm sorry i'm oh, not sorry i hate it I, um i, I love yeah, it i'm with you thank you yeah. and then you know like i'm La Granja, La Nap, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> La Siesta. But, but there's some, the, there's the solo some, is no siesta, siesta right. so you're like La Siesta all day. 
Yeah, <laughs> no siesta, no, all the siestas. Um, all the siestas. But, Believe you know, After the Virus is a gem. I think McKee is very delightful. McKee was I'm, a debut this year because it, got, it yeah. got a printing this year. I'm happy to see Freedom on here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And... I'm actually shocked that Gears of War, having been out of print for so long, is still in the top 100. It's such a solid, like, unique it design is. still, you know? Yeah. But, hey, check it out. I did finally get it. Hey! hey! <laughs> you'll, you'll understand. <laughs> and, yeah, C- Colin did a video on the channel. I guess by the time this airs, it'll be, like, two weeks ago. But, yeah, I mean, th- th- that one is a perennial, like, just kind of love child. You're a Gears of War guy, right, Kevin? <laughs> Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, I, you know, I got other games that I like that are similar that I, I, maybe I like better, but it, it's it's a solid game. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was still in print and people, if they came out with an expansion, it would go way up this list fast. Right. Well, even if they change the theme, I just like the core mechanics. Like, I don't need yeah. the, I've played Gears, the video game series. I don't care at all that it's that theme in the game. If it was like, random space marines that'd be good to go it is a faller like i remember we talked about this game is like in the teens or the 20s last when we first debuted the list in i think it was 2016 so this would be the fifth year we're doing this uh so 2016 it was that high but then it's kind of like floated down 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 but no it did not it did not do the opposite rocket thing where it's not like cratering out it's too good a design and uh from four like it's time in order to kind of truly crater I have not played it, but I've seen it, and I'm definitely interested. Uh, Liz, I'm popping over. We're going to play some of these games. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put on my mask. We'll do the social distance thing. We'll be all good. Um, Paper Tales with the Beyond the Gates expansion and also Seven Wonders Duel. Um, these are – you haters. <laughs> no, that's, Seven Wonders Duel is a great game. I, I don't know how you play it solo. I didn't know there was a solo variant. The Scott Bot. You, you use the Scott Bot, and there's a bunch of other different um, – solo variants for it and it's also an app so i think to kevin's point uh people are playing it on the app which debuted earlier in the year so i think people got familiar with that another expansion came out seven wonders duel is amazing uh paper tell is another one that is a again like we like soloists like our cards you know and if, if a game is a, a clever solo card game and it doesn't like really suck we saw that with finished finished i don't like but like pe- enough people like it because we like our card games uh our thinky puzzly we like we like cards so uh, man i could live I, I could I could take the time I spent on Paper Tales back, honestly. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I, I, I liked it fine. I just found it forgettable. Now, well, one I did like, not find forgettable, unbroken. And like mm. I know the the company uh, sucks, Golden Bell, but I think yeah, but the, the design game is, is good. The design, the design is great. Right. I'm glad this one made it. This is the first year in the top 100. It looks like uh, right? it, it was. It made the it made the top 100 two years ago before it was even released. Uh, because yeah. um, Artem Safarov, who was on the Ever 90 Game Night Show, and he's been on a bunch of other podcasts. Uh, he would, did a big blitz. Uh, print to play all over the place and tabletopia and he's like play this game soloist you know and so he, he managed to like buy himself with an unprinted game debut on the top 100 and then pff, last year because of the golden bell stuff yeah but now people are starting to get it and they're starting to play it and they're realizing wow this is about the solo game that i want as yeah. a as a as a card-based game and so i think if people are rediscovering it and because i've seen it in, in stores like it, it is available in stores at this point the game is fabulous. I just, man, I wish I had a different publisher. I know. Artem is such a good person. I adore him. Mm-hmm. He's a stand-up guy. Uh, Don't say that to certain people, though. <laughs> uh, they, I'll, uh, I'll stand I by Artem. Like, I mean, I think people kind of like group the whole 
er, er, you know everybody in with that disaster and you yeah. know arts and being the front facing thing of it gets a lot of uh, flack and well, yeah and, and know, it's so hard i don't to, want to wade into that too much it's it, it's hard weird. to like as someone who's been in contracts you know <laughs> and it's not always fun to be in certain contracts it's hard to like separate it and realize that there are maybe like legal things that you don't understand and have no like entry into right. that are controlling what is said or how somebody presents something so yeah, it's, it's easy to lump somebody in with like the company that kind of controls their fate in some way. And I don't yeah. think it's entirely fair, but I understand why people do it because right. what else are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, the, the last war games uh, in terms of the stuff that is traditional uh, on this list, uh, we're looking at uh, Navajo Wars, which was a perennial favorite as well. And I know, Kevin, you've played this. You've talked about this a couple of times. Space Empires Space. 4X. Yeah. Oh, I like that game a lot. That's I, I, I've not played it. I've never played it. I, I only hear about it once per year, which is. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try it. I just don't love space. Like I'm not inherently going to be into a space game. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not either. And that's why I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not a space person. I don't like little chits and things. And I love the game. Mm. It's, it's one of those games when you set it up and you start playing it, it's like, okay, I do my turn. Like well, I'll take one more turn. Like, well, okay, one more and I'll do the bookkeeping. Like, one more turn. Because each turn is like, <laughs> a turn literally could be two minutes. And you're like, well, okay, one more. And I mean, it's two hours go by and you've just done one more, one more, one more, one more. It's just, it's just is so it good. Is it getting and support? Is it getting expanded? And It's got two expansions. Yeah, two yeah. It's, expansion. got, it's got cut quite, yeah. It's a I, typical I've... for them though. You know, they'll, they'll publish a game and then they'll come up with an expansion and republish the original but and then they hear it's good, but then they wait until they print. You know they have demand for five hundred more before they print more, and so it'll it can go two years between print runs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I it's, think it's, it's funny to look at the different Space Empire games because I think right around one ten from last week's episode we didn't talk about it, but Space Core was in there, which is a sure. nice one from GMT. Then we have Tiny Get and Tiny Epic Galaxies. Totally the same game as oh, Space yeah. Empires 4X. <laughs> and then it's, it goes to Star weird. Realms. And it's like, yeah, all of these are kind of similar themed in a way, but <laughs> super different types of games. When it comes to Tiny Epic, I mean, um, it's funny. Like, we don't see a lot of Tiny Epic games that are land on the solos, even though no. they make a big deal out of it. Like, you know, every game, ha- every game, there's been nine so far, there's nine solo modes. And, you know, we're going to continue to get solo modes for those games, and yet the solo community just doesn't like embrace except for that one. It's like, okay, not as good as galaxies, not as good as galaxies, not as good as galaxies. So yeah, if I, if I'd have lumped all the rest of them in with galaxies, it might've gone up three or four more positions. <laughs> I mean, there, there really were very, very nothing. few votes for any of the others. The, well, most most of them just aren't good <laughs> solo. You know what I mean? Well, some of them aren't good. The some odds. of them aren't good in general. <laughs> you think you know, the odds of them? A couple of them, because especially like there's a focus on the solo experience for all those yeah. games. So. I mean, I thought right. Defenders was good solo, especially the second edition. I like that. I, th- I think not, Zombies was okay. I haven't played any of them. Didn't even crack the top two hundred. So any yeah, of them never played for Galaxies. It's just never caught my eye. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what was that pause, Liz? I think that was. No, like I, mean, I was just pun. saying, like, I'm just, you know, like, you know how so there's things that you just you're burning to play them and you just really want them. I've just never had that feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. A, a game I hate, I hate seeing it drop because I, I love the game. Is it is one of the very first ones I bought was Ghost Stories. Yeah, mm. I, 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 I love that. And the, the app doesn't work anymore because I got a new iPad, so I've gone uh. back. I, I'm glad I didn't get rid of my cardboard, so I go back to that. It's, it's just I enjoy that so much. 
they tried to reboot it with Last Bastion. Yes. Uh, why? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, why? They made, I think it was, they made like a couple of requested, like, you know, fan tweaks. So like, you know, in the original Ghost Stories, you had to like, you know, move and then do the thing. Where in Last Bastion, you can kind of flip those and everything. So like pe- things that people complained about became in the new game, but then they changed nothing else. And what is the point of like of a grievance game? Like basically, that's what I think of. Right. Last yeah. Bastion is a grievance game that is not going to sell me on a new product. I mean, I am just going to stick with Ghost Stories. And I, I and and the fact that that this is falling, but the the that Last Bastion is like number seven thousand or whatever it is says a lot. So, oh well. Yeah, because you know when when we go through the list, I always as I'm entering them, I always start thinking of Cult of the New, Cult of the New. Is is this getting votes because it's new? So I'm always interested when something old still beats out the new version of yeah, you know, almost the same game, and people you know stick with the newer ver- the older version, or they're like, no, I mean, why am I going to buy another this game again? And maybe that's a warning to publishers, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, like, look at, uh, again, this is one we didn't talk about from last week, but um, Star Trek uh, Frontiers, you know? It's like, I already own this game. It's a simpler version, which is not going to appeal to some of the diehard fans of Mage Knight. I don't need a simpler Mage Knight in my life, no. What do you say? I do not need a simpler Mage Knight. Right, right. The whole point of Mage Knight is the puzzle to payoff ratio. Right, it's it's like they didn't know what made their game pop. Now, that that being said, I actually like Frontiers better just because... not, not because of the simplicity. I just like the Star Trek theme so much better. Right. Oh, well, that's space. what I was wondering. Is if, if the if the theme the theme is probably why they did it, but yeah, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still so traumatized from the time somebody asked me to go watch Gravity with them, and I just went, and I didn't know what it was, and I just can't. <laughs> you didn't like Gravity, Liz? It was like one giant anxiety attack. That last yeah, that, that, that's <laughs> true. That, that, that is very true. Okay, never mind. I'm, I'm not saying it's bad like, in terms of its quality. But space right. is anxiety inducing. I love the alien game. I don't I mean like I'm I'm not completely I like Race for the Galaxy, but you have to win me over for me to like something <laughs> mm-hmm. in the space. It, yeah, it how about Romans, work. Liz? Do Romans have to win you over? No. no. Also, like, put a dragon on it. I'm in. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's I, that's why I always tell people if I'm re- if I'm saying this game's really good and it's space, then you should think it's really really good. Right. Be- yeah. Because you know, you put Lord of the Rings on it. I'm probably pretty much sold, and it could be crap. So it's you know I'm biased, very biased. So you know when I tell you Space Empires is good, Jason, take it to the bank. Fine. Fine. I'll come over. Your you live in uh, Canada. Actually, you live in what? Uh, no, I think I, I live in Kentucky. In Kentucky, just, right now, just so, just uh, outside of Cincinnati. Got it. I, I, when I'm on my way to visit Liz, I'll stop by. All right. Uh, when I get all of my vacation for my job, um, the last <laughs> one I'm going to talk about over here, and it goes along with what Kev was saying, but this was an even deeper drop. A similar-ish game in terms of like a family-ish way co-op. Uh, Flashpoint Fire Rescue was the opposite rocket for within the top 100. It lost 34 points and is down down to 91. Um, it's funny that like it's it's supported action phase games, which is now like whatever that big company, um, and they just released the, the, that event deck, which I think fixes the game, uh, Tragic Events, which is really really good. Oh, it has really improved that game. Yeah, I oh, like it, Flashpoint a lot. I will never play without Tragic Events again. Me, me too. I will never, never play without them. 
<laughs> However, it is dipping, and they don't really support it. A lot of the expansions are out of print. You can't get them, like Second Story or the, the plain one or whatever. You can't get I Thank God I have them. <laughs> you know, you can't really get them, but, like, they have – so they, they print the base game and the event deck. Like, why bother? Just, like, either just go whole hog or just let it, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's but it funny. is definitely following for us. Yeah, I had all of Flashpoint, and I just thought – it's just there, – there are other games that just do that kind of thing better, and I, and I was able to trade – all of it for some, I don't, I don't remember what. Right. If it had had events, I'd probably keep it. But I mean, that was, I probably traded that four years ago. I mean, the last time they had an expansion. I mean, I had the Deep Waters one, right. the submarine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, I didn't, there was no reason to keep it. So, every reason for me to keep it, I love that game. <laughs> I love it too. It's great, especially I'm with a, the I'm, I'm pro of Flashpoint. Absolutely. All right, I think we're good with that. Unless uh, a couple others uh, leap up, we can go to seventy-five to fifty-one. Yeah, the only one I'd, I'd say too. I, I love Burgle Brothers. I wish that got okay. more push. It's I'm such a simple to it right game. Now. There it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean Th- that's another one though that I prefer co-op okay. over solo. You know. See, I like I like that one both ways because I'll I've, I'll play it with others, but I also will play that alone just to work out. It, you can play characters that you wouldn't normally play or that sure. are more difficult. And then just, you know, the, the, I love the strategy in it. I just, that's, I love that game. Burgle Brothers 2 was supposed to deliver at some point during the pandemic, but it, like everything got delayed. Looking forward to uh, getting Burgle Brothers 2 to the table. I definitely back that one. Uh, huge fan. Uh, good, good one on you to point that one out. I love Burgle Brothers. All right, so seventy-five to fifty-one. A couple of day, de- a couple of debuts. Nothing pure. Very few pure debuts. Uh, you know, games that were released in twenty twenty, which is what I mean by a pure debut. Um, so because there just wasn't a lot of games released. It's, you know, what are you going to do? That's why Kevin had released the list early. Uh, usually he waits till the end of the year, but he's like, you know what? I'm getting this out of the way and going on vacation. So, <laughs> yeah. In case you're wondering why it was this early, <laughs> not a lot of debuts. Christmas so came early. Um, but there were some um, notable risers over here. And I think that the Discord uh, over at One Stop Co-op Shop is talking about Root. Yeah, I mean, Root is uh, in my top uh, three solo games, I think, right now. Wow. And Man. I, I will say, actually, I, I'm one who is playing the Better Bot Project, the, like, uh, you know, kind of unofficial variants before they became official. And in some ways, I still prefer that. Uh, I know one thing is that unfortunately leader games messed up the uh, the Irie and they don't really function as printed and they are like providing stickers that you can put on your boards to uh, like make them work. So they somewhat messed up <laughs> the Better Brot project in making it like an official printed uh, version. But yeah, Root is, I mean, again, this is one where you have to like kind of enjoy running an AI. So me liking, mm-hmm. uh, you know, something like Pax Pamir or coin games, it makes right. sense that Root would be up there for me. But I just think it is so friggin' fun to take one <laughs> random faction, throw in three other random factions, and just try to sink or swim. Like with all of them doing crazy stuff all around me. Like it is such a, it is such a fun solo experience. Actually, I like it way better than co-op. I think co-op is a mess because they didn't put any energy into it. Like literally, right. <laughs> Peter and I talked about this on the podcast episode for it. It's like a paragraph. They're like, by the way, you can play co-op. Yeah. There work you go. together, guys. A faction that's supposed to be working against each other. Just work together. You're- yeah, like it's it's so like they didn't really explain the rules. They didn't give any suggestions. They didn't give any balance like rules. But solo is beautiful. So yeah, I fully recommend Root. Uh, mm-hmm. Even if you just print out the, I, I don't know if you can still get the better bot, bot stuff now that they have official stuff. Like maybe they took it down. I didn't look. But 
the Better Bob Project has all these extra factions. It has uh, all the expansion factions that they haven't done Automa for yet, like implemented. Like it's it's unbelievable the work uh, that they've done. That that one mm-hmm. guy, uh, his name escapes me, but amazing like solo variant design work uh, by him. So really cool stuff. Uh, Liz, I know you did a, a preview, I think, for this one, but uh, Orchid Orchard, how do you pronounce that? Orchard, Orchard, a nine card solitaire game. That's so cute. What a cute little game. <laughs> it's um, it's only got eighteen cards, and you play each game with only nine. So basically, you're set up for the next game after you finish the first one, and you just layer matching fruit trees and try to get you know enough of them layered on top of each other that you get a high score on your dice. And if you put non-matching fruit on top, then you have to have a rotten fruit token that makes you lose points. It's so simple. It's fast. It's cute. It's easy. I think my preview video for it was like 10 minutes long because it really doesn't take any longer than that to fully explain and play the entire game. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's very charming. There's there's a place in my life for that. I play a lot of heavy games. Sometimes I like something just chill. And Orchard is one of my favorite. It's not my absolute top um, kind of micro game, but I really like it. Uh, actually, we missed this one, or I missed this one, um, Under Falling Skies, which is another nine-card game. Um, it's, um, these games are why people love this list. Like, I mean, you can, you can go to the top 25 and just, you know, like shop and all that kind of stuff. But, like, I think when you want to go to a top 100, top 200, you want those hidden gems. Uh, again, gems that you just wouldn't get uh, anywhere else. And I think games like Under Falling Skies, which is another nine card game, and Orchard are emblematic of the type of game that people want. Like hidden Although, gem type things. That'll the, the, that, that one won't be hidden anymore, right? Because now, is it uh, Czech Games doing an official release in like the next yep. month or so? Yep. Yep. Uh, it'll be unhidden for like a month and then it'll go back to it. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's how the market <laughs> is these days. Well, <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's how they discovered it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, the list and, do, do you, uh, Kevin, do you think it's accurate to say that side room games that did Orchard, that did uh, Black, Black Sonata, that did, um, what was the one from earlier, uh, 75 to 100? I um, think they did McKee, right? Yeah, McKee. Like, they might be the smallest we, publisher are, with the most, the most games in the top 200, right? We're trading would, freezing, so now Liz is frozen. She has a very stern look on her face, so I keep on <laughs> wanting to, to respond to her. <laughs> Yeah, I I think so, Mike. Um, you know, I mean, it's 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 neat when you see someone take these small games and make them really popular. Um, yeah, and they seem to have like, a really good like I don't know lock or target on the solo community and like just getting like light, cheap games that people will enjoy. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I look at the you know we're not there, but when you look at the top twenty, the top fifty. There's a lot of bigger, deeper, thinkier games, but then there are some that are just, you know, the, the rules fit on one card or something and, yeah. and or one page, right. and there's just a lot to them. And it, that's, to me, that's a really good design. That's, mm-hmm. that's something. Here's a question I got for you guys. I wish Liz was here. Maybe she could answer. I have never yet heard anybody say, they love tapestry and here it is at 52. Oh, dude, I, I was gonna say the same thing. I was like, tapestry, Never. what are you doing here? I no, yeah. I, I know literally zero people. Zero right. people. Look and I talked to a list. lot. <laughs> I talked to a lot notes, of people. If you look at my notes for this game, I have a list of mystifying games in this in this section. <laughs> And tapestry is right there. <laughs> all, all I can think of is just Stonemeyer and right. 
there's a there's a fan base that will vote on for it because I mean I, I look at that solitaire games on your table lists a lot and I follow a lot of that and you never see it there and when you do we kind of encourage people to to put you know like positive thumbs up and thumbs down every time you list a game even if it's even if I list Mage Knight I will list thumbs up and thumbs down and the tapestry it's like thumbs down thumbs down thumbs down thumbs down but I like this game and I'm like what. I, mean, I, I will say this for Tapestry, the solo was better than the solo in Pendulum, <laughs> which yeah, right? oh, wow. was not, I, I was not as negative on the solo in Pendulum as a lot of reviewers. Like I found some pretty good things in it and I think the multiplayer is fun, but man, like that was a mess. Tapestry looks a lot better solo than Pendulum. But we but are like, talking, uh, Liz is back, by the way. Yeah, oh, did a nice frozen face for a while. If you watch the video, you'll see her face frozen in a nice, uh, like, a, like a teacher Scowl. looming over a cheating student. <laughs> Liz, we're trying to figure out who, who, I've never heard anybody praise Tapestry, but here it is at 52. Mm-hmm. Never. Zero. It's, it's, and 51, by, oh, actually it wasn't 51, um, but is, it is a, um, no, 51 is a good game. Let's go to 51, Obsession. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, did we already talk yeah. about Hoplo? Did I miss that? No, nah, we didn't. Yeah. We, we were, were waiting for you. Around. Okay, we're thank you. I appreciate that. So, Obsession, what a nice guy. Obsession. <laughs> Should I get this? Because it looks like really cool. Should I get this game? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love and, and, Obsession. Wait, is, is that the same as Upstairs, Downstairs, or is that a different game entirely? It's the expansion, That's expansion. to Obsession. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. What do you think, Kev? What do you think about Obsession? Oh, I, lo- I love it. I-, I think it's, you know, and this is the kind of game I shouldn't like, you know, because it's 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 basically a euro i mean it's but it's there's a lot of thought to it it plays fast it's a very unique theme which you know we're desperately in need of these days Uh, i love that it's just one guy producing it um Mm -hmm. and and he's really supportive hi dan (laughs) yeah i mean dan you you know he's producing videos and it's just everything about it is just is just excellent Mm -hmm. um yeah and, and what surprises me is it's this high and most the people who backed the new version might have just gotten it yeah. like within the last month. So I'm not sure that a lot of people have had it. I think it'll go higher. Yeah. Yeah. They watched our video. They wa- uh, Liz, they watched our video and they all voted for it off of our video. Had to. As, as they should. No, Obsession <laughs> is so good. But the love for the period and just the, the depth of Obsession, huh? No, of interest in all the details. Like, I feel like it's a game that is fun. And also mm-hmm. I learn a lot and it really is immersive. And of course you have to act like you're a snobby. Even <laughs> yeah. well, while playing solo, Liz, do you just like make a hoity-toity voice as you're playing? Yeah, oh, yeah. I just channel my inner <laughs> Maggie Smith is how this works. <laughs> uh, what I'll say here, I think I'll uh, just, just zoom in the lens out a little bit. This is a paradigmatic social so a solo game it isn't just good like looking at what solo gamers like kind of like you know what weight what length what style um it is a perfect weight like you know kind of, kind of like in that 2930 range it is you know like puzzly card play uh it is thematic um i think of the hundred of the top hundred solo something like 60 rank as thematic which is a huge number compared mm-hmm. to like 32 of the BGD top 100. Please like, do better, BGD crap. Come on, that's <laughs> that's, again, like, that's Euros. But yeah, exactly. So like, but like, in solo players want thematic, yeah, puzzly midweight games with with a, you know a lot of theme and cards. And I think and and 
like not just like thematic but like layered in like that and i think obsession even if the time even if the time period in itself isn't a draw just the fact that it's so layered in and so well realized i think that that if you're gonna recommend like okay give me a good solo game that's past like you know the gateway stuff you're gonna give them obsession i think so yeah man if you have one of my little babies doing here the games i just really love i love baseball highlights yes i love that game so wait kevin you don't like baseball highlights you never showed it to me liz Welcome Kevin. to is my Kevin. number one solo uh, just, or, uh, roll and write. Uh, I, hold on a sec. Kevin has something to say about baseball. <laughs> no, let's, let's go I back to baseball, baseball first. Highlights is I, I didn't see where the strategy was. You, oh, you, I, I'm not arguing that up. with you. We, we, we <laughs> oh, didn't say okay. if it's a strategic game. We said if it's a great it's a solo game. game. Yeah, it's, it's a fun tactical tactics. game. And where, where are the tactics? You flip on the cards, you goof. You <laughs> not really. <laughs> Wait, no, Kevin, 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 you, you, you know that <laughs> just to push back for a second, the enemy's team doesn't change and you play them over a whole bunch of games in a row. So you yes. deck build specifically to counter what they get randomly at the beginning of the game. So there's a lot of tactics there. <laughs> He's not buying it. He's not all buying right, it. All right, well, He's not buying you it. don't have to. No one's perfect. Part of my complaint with it is if I'm looking at my cards, and let's say you and I pl- have played it a lot, and you and I both have the exact same hand. There's a good chance we're going to play the exact same cards in the same order because it's it's there's usually a, cl- a clear, optimal way you think you're going to play that hand. Mm. See, At least I that's what I find. There's, I actually find it more painful than that because you have to think about like, okay, do I want to concentrate on offense or defense? Am I just going to go for it? I, am I going to hope for the best? Like, I think there's a lot more to it. Than yeah, that but I think you. I think you could, honest to God, turn the hand upside down, shuffle it, and throw a card out each time, and you have, you have a, a Ooh, you know, no. almost I, the I, same. I strongly disagree. You know what, same. Kevin? Though, even if you're right, you must really suck at this game. Maybe <laughs> 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 <Whoa. laughs> we get the punchier Liz gets. You'll learn that, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you're right, the, the tension of wondering if I'm playing the right card and if I should save that for later, even if it is completely random, and yes. I don't think it is, but even if it is completely random, it is still a wonderful experience every time yeah. I play it. No, and, and I agree with that. And I think if you like baseball, it helps too. Sure. Um, yeah. And it's just I am an curious about the football impression. one. Is the, the football, football one is not nearly as good. Well, no, I mean, it's that's fun. definitely it's yeah, like it's yeah, I, I I gave the baseball one to my son-in-law because he loves baseball, and mm-hmm. but and I think it's a really good two-player game. Yes, way way better two-player game. Okay, but not solo. Sorry. You mentioned <laughs> before, Liz. Welcome to also Ganshon Clever, uh, representing oh, the no. Golden Rights. I don't like Ganshon Clever. I, I love Ganshon Clever. I love. <laughs> I played Gonshan a zillion Clever. games, <laughs> like a zillion. See, like so, I think actually Ganshon Clever is one of the games that maybe the app ruined yes. for me even no more because, so i like my games a little more thematic it's too mathy for me already and then playing it a whole bunch of times in a row just really mm-hmm. like i went through like a phase like a couple days where i was really into it i played it a lot and then i was like ew i'm done i'm done and i'm still, <laughs> I still done i can still play it. no question <laughs> so, See, so uh, oh go ahead kevin no go ahead well i was gonna say uh the two games on here have been replaced by newer games for me so uh Pretty much all roll and rights, like Welcome to and Ganshan Clever, that I don't find very thematic. Uh, Pinball 4K. I still haven't played it a ton, so I don't want to like show my hand too much. 
but so far the combo of a lot of like tactics and interesting choices and really thematic like feels like you're playing pinball play i think it's going to be hard for any other like solo uh role and right to beat that for me Let's and then um I'm an Alexis yeah. solo more loyalist, but that pinball game is good so far. It's that really fun. Disagree. And like the fact that each of the four tables is so different. I don't get that with any of those. Like, you know, like when I change, I love cartographers, but when I flip from like one side to the other and there's like some holes in the middle of the map, that's not the same feeling as changing a pinball table and everything is different, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. And then that's the other one for you. me. Oh, I was going to say, I don't play any roll and write. So I was just, if I wanted to play one, so this pinball one's the one you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's like really thematic and you're literally moving your pinball around the board. So like, it just feels like you're playing pinball. It's really cool how they did it. And it's really um, well reviewed. It will probably be on the list next year. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it will. Like it is, it is selling out immediately everywhere right now. So I think it's, it's hitting well. And then um, Rome one, the Rome roll and write or. You know what? I have not, I would like to. But that one I looks just, like a lot heavier. I don't know. I don't have any money. And so I would have to figure <laughs> <laughs> Pull your weight, Liz. I throw your weight around as a dice tower review. That's right. Like, you that's know right. What? <laughs> they, they owe you a copy. <laughs> you know what? Just, just wait. Michael will give it to you. He'll just, you know. But be, that's true. I, I, I mean, Liz, I can send you like five game. games I'm trying to call right now. I'll send you a big box of them. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> There you go. Uh, but yeah, uh, the other one, now this one I know I like a lot less than the average solo player, so I'm sorry. But Coffee Roaster I found very boring and repetitive, like incredibly repetitive mm -hmm. for me. And uh, Warp's Edge, that's just like delivering, a hundred times better. Like if I want a solo bag builder, I am never in a million years going to pick <laughs> Coffee Roaster over Warp's Edge. Like Warp's Edge I is so... So much better for me. Coffee okay. Roaster is fun, but I completely agree. Warp's Edge is a lot better. It is a far superior game. It is a wonderful advance in the world of bag building and solo bag building. And yes, really so like Coffee Roaster is here because of a reprint. So this won the reprint award for highest. Uh, and there were a few and I could have noted them, but I think Coffee Roaster was the highest uh, that I noticed. And maybe there's, you know, I'm not kind of like a, like a Nemo's War type. So Nemo's War is kind of, you, you know, it's higher. I'm not spoiling anything. But for this year, uh, Coffee Roaster, you get a reprint. It is an old game. Uh, this game came out a bunch of years ago, um, so it's kind of a re-debut. So it's kind of, and they didn't change anything. So I can imagine a lot of innovation and you know, kind of improvement going along the way. Well, that's what Obsession is. I mean, it's also a reprint that got it up. Uh, although they didn't, they, nobody had received that yet. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, um, yeah. It, but the, the second edition is better in terms of presentation is better. Some stuff laid out is better. The upstairs, downstairs really added a lot. So um, yeah. I think that we are good on that one. So this is, uh, so we are running a little well, bit minute. long wait. in the record. Wait. Oh, hold on a second, hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, uh. Weren't we going to talk about a Hoplomachus there, Liz? Oh, wait. Oh, yes. okay, let's oh, end baby. on that one. We're, let's end on a happy, let's make Liz happy for Hoplomachus. Wait, I, I got a shout out. Hostage yeah. Negotiator, great. Cloudspire, great. I absolutely love Liz, go ahead. So I love Cloudspire, too. <laughs> I was really surprised with that one. Yeah, Cloudspire, really I really enjoy Solo, probably more than any other game mode. Well, maybe competitive, but yeah. I like Solo more than co-op for sure. I, I bought Cloudspire because I love chip theory stuff. I just bought it, said, okay, I trust them, and it turned out to be fantastic. But anyway, it, 
I, yeah, the, the upfront cost of learning Codspire is high, but yes, then once you know it how, it's so good. Um, I love Hoplomachus. I'm very excited because there is going to be a new redone from the ground up Hoplomachus coming out next year. And like, could I love it more than I love original Hoplomachus? I don't know. I mean, know. solo <laughs> campaign, Liz, you're going to. I just like, I predicted. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but like, I, I adore Hoplo. It's just such a fun game. It's like a little gladiator fighting game. And you know, you get the lost cities and you get kind of a basic solo AI that's really solid. Then you get Rise of Rome and like you play against the Titans and they're just vicious and they're really fun. And then if you play Origins, it's a smaller version. I don't like Origins as much because it's actually the same thing that I don't like about Cloudspire, which is that you get locked into these, like you have to do things in order and you can't just pick up and play. But I really enjoy Hoplo. I will admit that there's not enough distinction among the powers of the different factions and I can see how you wouldn't feel like you have enough variability among fighters, but it's just such a fun game. I yeah. love it. Yeah, you know, I, I in the past I've ripped companies like uh, like the Thunderstone ones that keep he's putting out a new version, a new version, and I'm like I'm done. I, I will never buy it again. But I'll buy this new version of Hoplo. Mm. I mean, I, yeah. I, I I'm, I'm so, all over this. Yeah. I'm Honestly, not. other than the game <laughs> to pick a game, like which was just not going to happen for me. I have I two will, of those. You want one? I, I, no. <laughs> um, I, <will laughs> I must have won one in a contest. All of a sudden, it showed up on my doorstep. But other than that, I trust Chip Theory for everything. So. <laughs> I, really, I, I didn't like, um, what's their lock-picking one? Oh, Trip, trip lock. lock. I actually really like Trip Lock. No. I love a good memory game. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found the solo for that very blah. Mm-hmm. I just, I enjoy patterns and manipulation and like memorizing where things are. So that was going to work for me. And I feel like, I don't know, like the ideas of Trip Lock, I like the way that they emerge in something like Too Many Buttons with the lockpicking game. Sure, sure, sure. It's like you can see their thought process throughout different games, and I think that's cool. Will Too Many Bones appear on the top 50? Yes. (laughs) I was going to say that. That's not the one to, like, leave them in suspense over. (laughs) What will be on the top 50? We will definitely tune in next week. Uh, Kevin will be continuing to dribble out. Uh, the list. Do not make him angry, or else he released one every two days. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we are going to conclude this episode. Thank you so much. Um, uh, so, Liz, Mike, Kevin, thank you so much for uh, joining for this second episode. We are going to get to number three real soon. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the One Stop Co op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co op Shop. If you want to join in our discussion, join us on Discord, where you can join us live through chats or play games with us. You can also support us at patreon.com slash one stop or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week with another top five list.